My name is Anneke Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. You're asking me how I'm doing. I am. I'm doing great. Um, You know, despite everything that's been happening and going on, um, I'm glad that I have been, you know, looking at the brightest side of everything, you know. So, yeah. Good, good. Good to hear. Yes. How about you? How, you know, with everything that's happening, the COVID and, you know, the transition and changes with, you know, just going online, how that has that been for you? Right. Yeah, well, many businesses have been experiencing a change. Uh, For some of them, it's a good change. For some of them, it's more challenging or learning experience. Um, For me, to be honest, I didn't notice any big changes in terms of the environment because I've been working online most of the time anyway. Uh, However, um, I feel like uh, this change has given us a little bit more time since we can't travel much since we can't go places then uh, i was able to focus on the business more and that's exactly what i was doing so i really focused on business more which created much more results but uh, it's not because of the covid that i got better results it 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 really is because of the because we put more work into it that's why nice awesome so um we have the pleasure of having Oliver Lipke here just joining with us and sharing with us here on For Change People podcast. I am so happy that you have decided to join. Um, this has been in the making, right? Um, I listened to you um, speak at the Forever Living Experience in February. And so that's way before the pandemic even started. And I wanted to you know, invite you on here just to share with us your story, your journey and your experience. Um, so just give us like a background of who you are and what you have been doing. Uh, sure. Well, uh, for those of you who don't know me yet, my name is Oliver Lepke. Uh, I was uh, born in Germany, but I grew up in former Yugoslavia. So there was a country, Yugoslavia, and then in 19, early 1990s, uh, a war started in that area. And uh, I was living in a part that's called Bosnia. And literally, the worst civil war started, and it was, to be honest, it was, it was terrible. It was uh, ridiculous that uh, it had to happen that way. Um, a lot of people died, and it was a terrible situation. I was 17 at the time, and um, they, you know, I got an order to go to the army. And to be honest, I didn't like that idea because if I went to the army, I would literally have to fight uh, my neighbors just because, you know, they're a different religion and it didn't make any sense whatsoever. So I fleed the country. I I left from there. I went to Germany. uh, And when I came there, I didn't speak any any German language. So I was 17 at the time um, and uh, started to learn German, started to work. You know, it's uh, you, you have you have to live. So yeah. Germany accepted us as a refugees uh, at the you know for the time being, and then when um, when the war ended, they wanted to send us back, and in that case, I <laughs> didn't like like that idea to go back to to a country that's been ripped and that's been um, 
you know, devastated and that's, you know, just poor and, and so on. Um, it took many years to recover. I don't think they, they have recovered yet, even after so many years, after 30 years. But um, I didn't like to, to go back and uh, I started to look for different ways and different opportunities to go somewhere else. And Canada at the time was accepting refugees from former Yugoslavia and I submitted my application through help, uh, help of my friends and, uh, and that's how, how I came here to North America. So I came here as a refugee, as an immigrant. I didn't speak English when I came here, I didn't speak any English. Um, I didn't, um, you know, my parents stayed back behind, my, my mom stayed in Bosnia. My father passed away even when er, much earlier when I was 12 years old. So I come here to Canada, you know, obviously you don't know almost anybody. Uh, uh, lucky for me, I had an uncle here who paid my first rent at the time. And, um, and then many other great people donated like furniture and things like that, helped me out. And that's how I started things here. So, um, you know, at that time, uh, I said, you know what? In spite of all this situation, not speaking English, having these hard time, hard jobs that I have to do, yes. I promised myself. I, I promised myself that I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna learn the language, and uh, I will not be poor ever again. Yes. <laughs> so, and not only that, but I also promised myself that I will help many other people who helped me, just like you know they were helping me. So it was tough, you know, um, working these tough jobs. And uh, I remember, you know, buying the food, just necessary things to, to survive and, you know, eating tuna fish all the time. <laughs> that's, that's why I hate tuna fish. But uh, uh, I went back to school. I got my computer science degree. I learned the language and I started working. And I started working, I, I worked in IT field for five, six years, yes. and just to realize that uh, in spite of all that, you know, being educated now and, uh, and have a good job, I was kind of behind on my bills and I was not, I was still not able to help others and, and live well. Yes. So I looked for other opportunities. I looked for many different things. I looked like a, things that I could do online, like eBay, Amazon businesses, um, investments, stocks, and all these things. Uh, and some of them were great, but they required a lot of capital, a lot of money to money invest, to invest in, yeah. which I didn't have, right? So I came across a company that looked like an amazing opportunity in network marketing. And the way I understood it, I never heard about network marketing before, but how I understood it is that you can't become successful unless you help many other people become successful. And I kind of like that because it's so kind of in my nature to help others, you know, because many people helped me in the Up process yeah. and wanted to give back. And I kind of saw that as an opportunity for, for me to, to move forward, to get, you know, well, and then be able to help others. Yes. And the way I looked and understand all the products and what they had, and then I combined that, uh, business which was scalable, I combined that together with my experience of IT and online knowledge and put it together and I created almost like a system, almost like a business concept. And uh, 
you know, started working, didn't know much about health and wellness, but I was determined to learn. And I was learning that and then putting all together. And little by little, I was able to, you know, first become manager and then become senior manager, soaring manager, eagle manager four times in a year, uh, in a row, as you know, and things like that. So uh, the great thing, uh, Anake, is about right now is that people who who are interested and who are willing to learn and work, they can reach that success much quicker because of things that, you know, we put together and learned and now we have a system that we can help people with that. So that's kind of my story and background and that's, uh, and that's, you know, how I came about to be here (laughs) and be able to speak on the stage when you, you know, in forever living. But you see that the, we have to challenge your story, you know, because, you know, every single person, every one of us, we have a story that has, you know, led us or inspired us or motivated us to be where we are right now. It's because of the, the past experiences that we had that can help us to push forward and help us not to give up because we know the struggle that we were, you know, we experienced before. And the reason why we have this why and the reason why we're pushing towards this end goal. So I, you know, was uh, scrolling through your Facebook and I saw one of your videos that you um, were sharing. You talked about trust the process, but be careful who you trust. Can you explain a little bit or, uh, I mean, like, you know, do a synopsis of what do you really mean about that? Because many times as we go through um, life, we want to find the right people to be around us. But sometimes we can't trust every single person. So how do we go about making sure that we're doing the right thing? Yeah, so relations are, relationships are very important. And a lot of times uh, people will um, kind of want you to do something that's best for them, not necessarily for you. Or, or yeah. you know, so the, and uh, so there are two lessons in that in that video. The, one of them is kind of uh, direct, which means you know, trust the process. And what I really meant by that is, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people are starting to do something and they are expecting the results right away. And then if they don't get the results, they get upset. Yes. Okay. So, uh, but when they have a person who they can trust, a person who has already done certain things, and this person uh, being a mentor or coach, and this person tells them, you know, uh, don't expect the results right away you have to keep going and keep doing this and trust the process so trust the process meaning do the work do the work do the work and results will come if you just do the work and expect the results right away then um, you know that's not trusting the process that's expecting the results without you know just based on your uh, maybe previous experience or maybe based on your um, expect some kind of expectation that you heard about or learned about, but not necessarily true. So when you have a mentor or somebody who, who has already uh, played the game, like, you know, many coaches, for example, in basketball, in soccer, any, any sports, yeah. these coaches who are coaching, they have been uh, coached and they played the game. They know what it takes and they know that it takes time that you need to do certain things regularly um, on regular basis and consistently 
And if you stop, it's almost like starting from the beginning. So keep going, keep going, keep going, meaning trust the process, focus on the process, and the results will come as long as you're doing the right results. And and how do you know if you're doing the right results? And that is you would know only if you have if you trust the person who's telling you to do that and you can trust the person if that person uh, has had the results has has the results had the results already because they know because they've done it yes. um, I, i've seen a lot of people who are kind of trying to be a coach or a mentor or somebody and they're trying to teach something that they haven't been become yet it, it doesn't work that way like uh just to give you an example, in, in a forever living company, you know, first you become assistant supervisor because you help somebody else. Yes. And then second, you become supervisor. And then you know how easy or how hard it is to become a supervisor so you can help somebody else become a yes. supervisor. You can be, you can help them become manager yet because if you're not manager yet, first you, teach them what you know. You so I know it's a long... <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a long answer to a simple question, but you know those are the, the details and bits and bytes of it. And and those are good details because indeed you have to trust the process. You know, um, many times we see someone who um, is um, well established, and we haven't seen the journey that they have taken. We haven't seen the struggles that they have gone through, and we think, okay, let me be like that person. But we we don't understand maybe the many nights they have to stay awake just to make sure that everything is good to go. And so we see the end results and we don't see, you know, the downfall before mm-hmm. the previous mess up that they had. Yeah, the challenges and what, yeah. what you need to go through and be consistent for those X amount of days to actually yes. reach the goal. Yeah, yep. absolutely, absolutely. So um, what is your why and what is driving you right now? to, you know, be the the best person you can be. Yes. So, uh, you know, my why changes kind of when I started, since you're talking about network marketing business and uh, and business in general and forever living and so on. um, When I started, my why was, you know, to help a few other people, but also was just to earn $1,000. That was my, you know, and I told myself, you know what? I don't know this business well. I like what I see, but if I can make $1,000, I'm going to be happy. And that was my why at the beginning. And uh, I was not interested in $5,000 or making big money, $10,000, $15,000. I was just interested in $1,000 because that was my immediate need at the time. Yeah. So once that happened, so that was probably my driving force at the beginning. And then I said, well, you know, now we're making 1,000. It would be nice if we could make 2,000. Once you hit that, you know, say, hmm, I see other people are making five or more. Wow, $5,000 a month. That would be amazing. So he said that is a goal, which was like driving force and so on. And, uh, and then 10 and then more, you know, uh, it is a it is a driving force, but not necessarily the main thing. Mm-hmm. And the main thing is, you know, now you know my history and, and my challenges. And then you know, I grew up without a father because uh, he passed away when I was twelve. And uh, even when I was younger, 
he was sick and almost like not having a father because he was just very sick. And um, so my driving force is to be able to be a father and be healthy and be around my kids and give them, you know, um, joy of growing up healthy and normal and uh, having that support that that I didn't have. And that's, uh, you know, number one, being healthy. And number two, then providing for the family and give them everything, create an environment so they can grow and uh, reach their goals and their potential, whatever they, whatever interests them, right? Yeah. But uh, but to be there for them and, and so that we can, you know, spend time together and travel and so on. And with this, create something that would be an ideal environment for many other people uh, similar to me or like me, so that uh, I can help them as well. As well, yes. Which is, which is, uh, and how have you cultivated a structure in business um, in your life, in your personal life and is your, in your business life? So how have you cultivated that structure that, you know, you, you separate the business from your personal life or do you intertwine both business and personal life into it? Yeah, the way I work, it is so connected uh, together uh, because uh, what I do is I enjoy it so much. So it's really this fine line. Okay, is this really a business? Because I I like what I do, you know, and I didn't do much. I feel like I'm not like working necessarily much because I have fun. It's very often meeting people and sharing things that I like and helping them and then, you know, then having fun together with them, traveling together with them. So it's really, really like so intertwined and in such a one piece together a lot of the time, most of the time, actually, when it comes to work is like that. And when you find yourself that you enjoy what you do, it's really, you know, questionable. Now, is this like work? Because traditionally work is you go to work, you punch the clock, you work hard, you get tired working, you punch the clock, you go home to relax and spend time with the family. Yes, that's true. In, in my life, in my work now, in my career, is, is, <laughs> it's quite different. So uh, it's very interconnected and, uh, and it's fun. It's fun. And how is the legacy? How is leaving that legacy behind for your kids? Oh, how I love that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking me that, uh, that question because, well, you see, with forever living, that is a wonderful part of the legacy because the business that I create and uh, the people that I help all together, it's almost automatically, but I mean, you, you, you write a will, you create a will, but you can pass that, that um, big business that you create or small business that you create, depends what, how big a business you create, you can pass that uh, to your kids, okay, they can enjoy as well. I mean, they, they would also need to continue to work a little bit and uh, support that business, but they can enjoy the organization and the business that, that is built, which is really amazing. Um, I love that about our company that they put that into the business, into the place, so that it's available, so that children can inherit it per se and then yeah. benefit from our work that we put together. Because, you know, many times what happened is that, you know, for the um, generation previously um, behind us, 
we, we complain and we say, hey, they did not leave anything for us. And having this, um, this company here that is setting you up just to leave a legacy behind for your kids is very great. Mm-hmm. Very great. Um, so um, 2020 has, you know, kind of impacted some of us in many ways, different, you know, different ways. And some of us, you know, it impacted us to either strengthen our business, to connect more with people. What would you say is one of the takeaways from 2020 for you? Um, so I, I, uh, I posted a kind of similar question on my Facebook and asking others as well. Uh, and I see that a lot of people are committing that, you know, take nothing for granted and just uh, enjoy everything that you have and fully enjoy and, uh, and which is a gratitude, which is a, something that we already have. Yes. Enjoy that because we don't know how valuable that is. A simple thing, these simple things and basic things like being healthy and uh, being free and having freedom to grow, to travel. And we don't know how important that is un- until it's taken away from us. So I think that 2020 was designed to teach us that lesson really well. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is good in 2021, it, that's gonna be resolved and people will kind of get back to normal with more appreciation for things that they have and will will be able to enjoy it more. Did you um, or do you think that um, 2020 was the year for a lot of people to realize that having a second income flow is kind of necessary? Or do you think a lot of people are still like in their shell and saying, hey, I'm not going to, you know, do a second, um, you know, on the side job or a networking job or anything like that? Yep. Good question. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, a lot of people, for many people, that was an eye-opener. Eye I mean, we've been kind of preaching that idea to for a long time, but um, until you get hit by something else, you don't realize that this, this is really crucial and important. So it was. It was a time that um, kind of was a little bit tricky but when you come from your from heart, then then it's totally understandable. And what I mean by that is, you know, somebody loses a job and having a hard time, and now you're trying to help them with your your business. And you know, naturally they would think, oh, okay, you want to kind of sponsor me, you know, into the business, and uh, you know, but I don't have any money to get started and and that kind of thing. And uh, but when you come from your heart and when you your 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 pure intention is to help then they will actually get it and, and understand that your your real point of why you're trying to do that. Um, some people will, will do that. Some people won't, um, just like before, but probably more than ever, like this year, that this, this, was a, this was a big lesson for many people because many people had almost like guaranteed jobs that they lost practically overnight yeah and uh, and that was a you know good message for them to realize that nothing is guaranteed i mean absolutely nothing and uh, no business even you know our business or not our health our life nothing is guaranteed the only thing this i think is guaranteed that you know one day 
they're going to leave this life one way or another, sooner or later, hopefully later than sooner, and hopefully in a great health. But everything else, uh, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. And I guess that's why, you know, as the saints say, you live every single day like it's your last day because you yeah. never know what's going to happen the next day and the next day because, you know, anything could happen. So how can you um, share with someone or, you know, tell someone how they could, you know, pivot from 2020 to 21? So to 2021. So if they are, you know, they just started out in network marketing right now mm -hmm. and they want to continue, but they're maybe kind of feeling a little down right now. So how could you, you know, share with them how they could pivot from 2020 to 2021? Yeah, uh, to be honest, I think 2021 will be uh, the biggest opportunity ever because so many people will not return back to work. Some of them, they're temporarily uh, at home, and many of them will be let go. For many of them, government is currently helping them, but that can only go so far. And then once the COVID situation is behind, you know, some people will might still re be receiving some kind of help, but many, many people will be left without work, and many people will be looking for a way to work something from home, something different, something new. And network marketing is will be a solution for many, many people if, um, um, if they want to. So for anybody who is in network marketing, who wants to grow the business, uh, all, you, all you would have to do is to make a commitment and treat it seriously, take it seriously, treat it seriously like a business, work on it continuously, without breaks and um, you know you can slow down sometimes you know sometimes we all have our our tough times or you know sick days and uh, things yeah. like that but as we say touch your business every day and do something instead of just stopping as soon as you stop that stop turns to in from one day to few days from few days to few weeks and I can almost guarantee you, you, you have to start almost like from the beginning. So keep going, keep going, keep going. Even if your worst days do a little bit, but if things are normal, make a commitment and uh, stick to it and treat it as a business. Create a schedule or something that you call DMO, which is a daily method of operation and then do those things that you need to do in order to continuously grow, yes. right? So, and if you do that, I can almost guarantee you your 2021, or and I mean, when I say yours, I, I don't mean necessarily uh, yeah. yours, <laughs> but our guests who are, who are listening, whoever is watching, is I can almost guarantee you if you, if you commit, then 2021 is such a big potential. Make a commitment to rocket and you will, you will see great results. Awesome. And so the last thing I wanted to ask you before, you know, we end this, it's so great, you know, talking with you and speaking with you. Um, how important is planning towards success? Because, you know, um, many, as you said that, you know, you know, someone started on networking, network marketing and they think, okay, overnight, you know, things are going to you know, start happening like that. But there is a planning period in it. So how important is it towards getting to success? <laughs> Most likely, if you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. 
<laughs> and I had another video about that. And uh, I'm not sure if I have a list of things. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, I was just, I was just creating a video. Oh. <laughs> where <laughs> I, uh, and this happened by accident. There's a list of about ten people here that uh, I wanted to do this summer, and I kind of took one sheet of paper, paper, and I kind of. You know, I wrote down these things that I would like to do, that I would like to go, things to go with my family and visit places and just mostly local and mostly small things. And I wrote this list and I said, oh, okay, or if I come across something on Facebook, then I would say, oh, this is really cool. I want to go there. So I would grab that and put it on this list, right? And I was not planning it at all, but subconsciously that was a plan, right? So I put it on a piece of paper and this piece of paper became like a plan of things that I want to do, almost like a goal for this summer. And then what was happening, NK, was it was like this, you know, weekend is coming, it's Friday, and what are we going to do? And I would always come to this list. Okay, let's, you know, let's see. Oh, yeah, we didn't go to Toronto Central Island. Oh, we didn't go to peninsula ridge we didn't go to blue mountains and then i would kind of okay now you know oh yeah let, let's go there let's go there so i would take my family and we would go there and eight out of ten things we have actually all done them and if i awesome. didn't put this on this piece of paper i can almost guarantee you Maybe we would go to one or two places and that would be all. So somehow subconsciously or or not without planning, I created the plan of things that we wanted to do this summer. And that's what I would suggest for other people. If you don't create a plan, most likely it will not happen. But if you do create a plan, if you put it on paper, the things that you would like to do, uh, again, probably 70-80% of the time, you will most likely uh, achieve those things that, that you want them. Um, and then if you want to take it step further, then you know you can think about those things and take some take, take a look at some photos, some videos about those things so that's gonna create some emotional uh, connection with, with those with that planning. And and start planning the details, how you're gonna do that. And uh, again, I can almost guarantee you that, that those things will become reality. So planning is crucial. And just using this simple example, to, honestly, I was not planning it. I didn't know you're gonna talk about these things, but uh, but that's truth, that's, that's what it is. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and having, you know, the paper right there just to show us that, you know, you had your plans. And the important thing was that you write, you write it down. That's the important that is thing. Because I think many of us, we have these plans and we have them up here, you know, floating around like, I want to do this. I want to do that. But then we don't write them down. So they're up there floating. And sometimes you're like, oh, wait, I, I remember I have this. But then you, you don't remember because then you didn't write it down didn't have it on notes on paper saying hey I'm gonna get this done and so yeah thank you so much for joining the podcast thank you so much for sharing your story 
I really and truly enjoyed um, talking with you, listening to you. And I have taken away from this episode today that, you know, in order for us to get towards success or go towards success, you know, we have to stay on track. You know, we have to stay with the process. You know, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be overnight. But, you know, one day at a time, it's going to lead us there to where we're trying to go. So thank you so much. You're very welcome, Anna Kay. Thank you for having me. And this was fun for me as well. So I also learned a few things from you, which is fantastic. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, to do this again sometimes. Thank you so much. I look forward to doing it again too. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change People. Let's keep the conversation going by following me on my Instagram page and Facebook page at For Change Be Bold Podcast. Like, share, and subscribe. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday.